Hi, I'm Melanie. And I'm Malia. And you're listening to the White Dress Optional Podcast by Brilliant Bridal. Life before, during, and after your wedding is full of options, and we are here to help. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the White Dress Optional Podcast. Today, we are talking about honeymoons. Malia, tell us about your honeymoon. Okay, so we got married and went on our honeymoon. We got married on a Friday. We hung out with family on Saturday and left for a honeymoon Mm -hmm. Sunday. So it was pretty quick right Mm -hmm. after the wedding. We wanted to get away from Mm -hmm. all the things and go relax. So we went to Cancun, Mexico. Um, We went to a hotel, not all inclusive, but there was lots of restaurants around and then a place where you could like swim with dolphins, which we didn't do. We just watched other people swim with dolphins. Um, (laughs) A couple highlights. Um, We booked our plane tickets to Cancun, but like, we're just going to figure it out when we got there, like how to get to the hotel. Um, which ended up being a really lovely adventure where we took two buses. One was fine. The second one, we got on a bus and we like told the driver where we were going and he passed our entrance. So in Cancun, you like, there's this major highway and it passes all the resorts, but then all the resorts are a good, like mile down the road to the beach. Sure. So we're like, Hey, I think that was our stop. And he's like, ay, ay, ay. Oh no. And he just pulled over on the side of the busy highway and was like, just take your stuff and walk across the street and like maybe a taxi will come by and it's like starting to get dark and we're on like a highway in mexico as the sun setting also this is going to come up in a couple podcasts but like i needed a snack i was getting hungry like we've been like traveling for too long so i was hungry we were on Mm -hmm. the side of the road in mexico and um we were just like standing there be like we i mean we could walk but like it's a, it's a walk. Um, and luckily somebody did come by and we flagged some taxis and they pulled over on the highway for us and took us back into our resort and we made it and I got to eat dinner and then all was fine. Right. Um, but, uh, we had, I mean, it's still one of our favorite trips and one of our best memories and, uh, yeah, we loved it. Um, everybody from our wedding got really sick, like after our wedding, was it the flu? Was it altitude sickness? I'm not sure, Uh. but we got home and everyone's like, are you guys okay? Were you sick your whole honeymoon? We're like, no, we feel great. This is awesome. We had the best time. So grateful that didn't happen, but we had, um, a lovely, lovely time in Mexico together. That's cool. Um, yeah, we, we, I think we, I get Cancun and Cozumel confused, but we did a cruise actually, um, which wasn't, and still isn't like our preferred travel method. I always say, if you're going to go on a cruise, like you just got to lean in. It just is what it is. Just got to do what it is and don't fight it. So we knew that we did not want to make any decisions after planning a wedding and doing something like a cruise or an all-inclusive is like a fantastic way to not make any decisions. Um, so we, we also left right after our wedding. I think we did leave the next day. We got married on Friday. I think we left Saturday night. I don't remember. It was many years ago. Um, and flew to Florida from Arizona and got on this cruise that my husband had so intentionally chosen. Neither of us had ever cruised before, um, but he had a, a work meet at the time that was like big time cruiser, lots of cruises. 
And he said, you got to do this cruise. It goes to Belize where you can do this excursion where you get to go cave tubing. And we're like, that sounds amazing. So we booked this cruise that stopped in Belize. Um, so first it went to like Florida Keys and it went to like one of those Mexico, Cosmel, Cancun, don't remember. Um, and then the last stop was going to be Belize. And halfway out of Mexico and on our way to Belize, the captain comes on the loudspeaker in the middle of the night. We were asleep in our room and says, um, there's been a medical emergency on the ship. We have to turn around, go back to Mexico. We will not be able to make it to Belize, which was the whole point of this cruise. That's so frustrating. Also to be woken up in the middle of the night, like, that's so like it's so jarring. Yes, <laughs> and then to get such like terrible news. Um, and you're I mean, like, I hope everybody feeling, was okay on your. I know, right? Cruise, That's the but... thing. Like you're feeling empathy for this person, and then you're also kind of feeling like, oh, holy crap! Is the only way to get medical attention on this boat is to turn the whole <laughs> boat around to go to Mexico? Like all of a sudden, I don't feel safe. Um, so <laughs> now we have a rule that if we cruise, we only go on boats with. A helicopter pad <laughs> that can fly in some medical attention if necessary. I would never have thought of that. Right? So thanks for that that cruising tip for all of you out there. All here's you out your there. Mel's vacation yes. tip, which in future podcasts I'm sure we're going to have more Mel vacation tips. Ooh, but that would be a fun one. We might have to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that was our honeymoon. And we also, we did enjoy it though. We, we had a great time and it was definitely what we needed post wedding planning. So, yeah. but today we are going to talk about five different honeymoon trip styles and what that might look like for you. I know a lot of people, um, this is a big priority for them in their wedding planning is this honeymoon and whether it's like you're, you want to do a bucket list trip or you just want to escape or maybe you went baller on the wedding and you're just going to do something small and you're a little bit more budget conscious. Like there's a lot of different ways you can go with the honeymoon. Um, but who doesn't love talking about traveling? So that's what we're going to do. I love it. Let's do it. So let's start with number one. Let's talk about this, like more of the vacation you and Ryan wanted, the pure relaxation, no decisions have to be made type of honeymoon. Yeah. Again, I think like people are a lot more traveled now than probably ever before. And so we all have different travel styles. Maybe you love amusement parks. Maybe you love going internationally. Maybe you, you know, love trying to travel like a local or you love off the beaten path. This is not that. This is sit your ass in the sand, get a drink in your hand, listen to some... There's, I think there's a song that literally says that. Um, I, think I think it's a country song. I yeah, think it right. is. It is. <laughs> um, that's what this is. And this is for if you have had, you know, a stressful wedding planning process or you've had to make a lot of decisions and you just want to like decompress do the cruise, do the all-inclusive. Like there are so few decisions that have to be made. The drinks are decide paid for. To make, I mean, decide to do a couple's massage and that's like yeah, the only right. decision you need to make, you know? Exactly. Or decide from what, which of these free places that I can eat at, am I going to eat? It's not like, okay, where's the restaurant? How are we going to get there? How are we going to speak to the people to tell them to get there? It's just chill. 
And I think that is a really great option. If you are the type of person who just gets really, I think we all get decision fatigue, but if you've especially had a daunting wedding planning process, I think those are really great options. Well, and what a great way to like sit on the beach and have a drink and talk about how great your wedding was and like relive and re-talk about some of the sweet memories that you guys had and laugh about some of the things that maybe didn't go well. Um, and then get to come back to real life after. I love it. Totally. Okay. Let's talk about you broke the bank on this wedding. Um, and you want to go a little bit more budget friendly on your honeymoon. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think there are so many options because again, I think we've come to a place in culture where we have, and we've talked about this before, like maybe elevated the wedding to a place. And I think the same thing happens with honeymoons. We've, we've elevated honeymoons to a place where it's kind of unsustainable for most people to like have those Instagram honeymoons, you know, but again, this is about you and your partner. So what, what is your priority here? And if you either went baller on the wedding or maybe you're trying to save for a house or maybe you're going to grad school or, you know, you've got a bunch of kids you got to pay for, I don't know, like just do a staycation that there are so many great options in, you know, major cities now for staycation resorts. If you are within driving distance to a beach or a forest or a mountain or, you know, Joshua tree national park, you know, someplace cool like that, just do an Airbnb for a couple of nights, do, do something more local, something that is a little bit more low key. Maybe it doesn't involve airfare. That'll save you a ton Mm -hmm. of money. Maybe, you know, it's something in your own town. We've got, you know, I live in Phoenix. We've got a million resorts here in Scottsdale. We go to off season and it's totally affordable. Um, if you are in the situation where you spend a bunch of money on the wedding and you're smart and you use your credit card, use your credit card points. Maybe you can still have an elevated honeymoon experience with those credit card points and, and do something a little bit more lavish, but not with a price tag. Um, cash in those, those travel points. You can also, I know so many people, my niece just did this. They, they went on their honeymoon months after their wedding. Yeah. I'm seeing this so much more. Like we're going to plan this party, have an awesome time and then go do a trip later. Like totally. when we can afford it. Okay. I live in Colorado. It gets cold here in the winter. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this. Um, but so, and the opposite in Arizona, but <laughs> go like, I was talking to a couple recently that were like, we had our wedding in the summer. We're going to wait until it's cold out and then go mm. somewhere warm, you know, like just Smart. get out of Dodge in the middle of winter. And I think you could do the same in Arizona. Um, get out in the middle yeah. of the summer, go somewhere a little bit cooler, you know, drive up to, you know, Flagstaff and enjoy yeah. a, a couple nights in, in that area and, and get away from the heat, you know? Yeah, no, that's smart. I think there's also the opportunity to travel off season. Like if you're mm-hmm. young and you're not traveling with kids who are in school and you don't have scheduling to work around like that, go off season, wait till everybody's done their summer vacations, you know, and, and you can really save a lot of money and stick within a budget by just traveling off season, even if it's not, you know, connected to the your wedding date or whatever. Um, so yeah, don't, don't chase the Instagram unattainable reality. Just do what works for you. Yeah. I love that. All right. Next one. What about sentimental? Like what if you want to mm. do something super sentimental? That's your vibe, you and your partner. I mean, I think you could totally 
return to like one of your favorite places. Like if you guys have had a trip or you have gone to a cute bed and breakfast or you have gone to, you know, there's a certain city or a certain resort, return to the place. Maybe it's the place where you met. Maybe, you know, you met at college in Boston and you want to go back to Boston or something like that. Like, that's so cute. That's so cute. Like return to those places that have been meaningful in your relationship of, favorite spot you've traveled and just really like bring all of those ooey gooey sentimental vibes into your honeymoon lean in no i love it and i and i think uh have full circle right to be like totally where it came from or i even like thought like where's your parents honeymoon when they honeymoon like do you want to do something like like that and like kind of honor that tradition there too and kind of do something similar it could be really sweet or if, like, I don't know, your family's Italian or, you know, something like that. Go back to a place of, like, heritage. If your, you know, family's mm-hmm. from somewhere and you can, let's go see. Yeah, I love that. Great stuff. So fun. All right. How about the adventurous honeymoon? Which, look, if this is your jam, I love this for you. <laughs> like, I really do. Right? I really love a good adventure. Um, I also really love sitting on the beach. So let's talk about adventures. Yeah. So, Okay. This is what I, I just mentioned her, but my niece and my nephew-in-law, um, they did a bucket list adventure trip. They're big outdoors people. And they went to, I'm going to get this wrong, Iceland. I think they went to Iceland. Yeah. It's not Greenland. They went to Iceland. And they camped around the country. They rented a camper van, like one of those cute little tricked out camper vans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they went hiking and they went in those like, thermal spas and they, I mean, it was an adventure fest, right? Um, so if that is your gig and you want to use this opportunity to go do one of those bucket lists, you know, go see something, go hike Machu Picchu, go do something Mm -hmm. you've always wanted to do. Um, this is a great moment for that. And, and again, like maybe this for them, that that is their stress reliever, and maybe for you, if you are into like the outdoors and hiking, and I know me neither, I can't relate, but I, I know a lot of know, people are. You know, like I can't imagine wanting to be like I'm dirty from I've camped before, but like I don't <laughs> no. want to be like that dirty on my honeymoon. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I know. Great I know. if that's for you, but I can think of like maybe you went to theme parks, like maybe that like the sure. number. And this, maybe this fits into the last one, but the number of people I know that have done a Disney trip as like, like their honeymoon and like the number of couples that are like, we just got married, like all over Disney. Cute. Yeah. For your adventure to be around a lot of people. Yeah. Standing in lines, Lines. waiting for rides. (laughs) Um, If you do it right, there's not that many lines. Again, back to those (laughs) hot travel tips. This is going to be a, Mm. we're going to have to do a spinoff show that has nothing to do with weddings. Mm -mm. Just travel. (laughs) Most travel Um, tips. Yeah. I just think, you know, again, it comes back to what are you as a couple into? Like if you are not into sitting on the beach in Cancun, but that's what all of your friends have done. And you think that that's what you need to do because that's what a honeymoon is. Like, it can be whatever you want it to be. And if you want to go do something adventurous, if this is like your YOLO moment, like do it and you will make memories that will last a lifetime and, and last a marriage and that you will always look back on that and, and hopefully think, you know, I'm so glad 
we did that trip when we did it. Yeah. And for Clark and I, when this, that was like our only trip for years after that, like just the two of us, we didn't have the money for it. Then we started Mm -hmm. having kids. And like, if we went on a trip, it was like a family thing. Like somebody was getting married or it was like, we wanted to be there. We needed to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, but it wasn't until years later that we got to do a similar trip again. Um, I think it was nine, nine years later we did a similar trip, Mm -hmm. but we just like, it wasn't in the cards for us. So being able to do that before kids, before, you know, early on and saving up the money for it was really special. So yeah, for sure. Okay. Let's talk about our last one here. Um, you want a little bit of adventure, but you want it to be a little sentimental. Let's talk Mm -hmm. about it. And I think this is for probably that couple, right? Where like one person is one way and one person is another. And you kind of need to like bridge that gap. Like I think this makes me think of my parents. Like my mom is a beach sitter and my dad will read every sign in a museum. Like Mm, not the same. No. And my dad Mm -mm. cannot sit still. Like he Mm -hmm. has to have something to do. Ryan and I are a little bit like this where we kind of prefer different geographies. I am a beach Mm -hmm. sitter and he is a mountain guy. I love the mountains. I will go to the mountains anytime. But if you're asking me like, you know, choose your final vacation destination, I'm going to the beach. So I think find a way to combine the two. I think a really fun idea would be like, go somewhere where there's something that you know that you like to do, but maybe it's in a new way. Like if you love wine and food, like go to a new, um, wine region that you haven't been to, or go to a new foodie city that you haven't been to. So you're kind of combining something that is something familiar, but still adventurous and new where you will both kind of be getting a little bit of your, travel styles or travel needs met, um, in this one trip. Maybe if you are that more outdoorsy type person, you can go hiking or camping or adventuring or traveling in a new state park, you know, do something, the the activity is familiar, but maybe it's in a place that you haven't done it before. We had friends that went surfing for their honeymoon, like their whole honeymoon was around, like, I want to say it was Fiji or like, it was epic. It was, you know, do something like that. Do something that you love. Yeah. Do it in a new place. Um, and and again, it's like combining that sentimental, but with that new and adventurous and giving each person a little bit of what they need. Um, we have started, since we've had kids, there's a city in Mexico that's drivable for us that we really like to go to. And again, I want to sit on the beach. I don't, how many more times can I say this? Um, and Ryan loves to golf. So there's a resort that's a golf resort on the beach. He'll, you know, humor me and hang out with us on the beach for a little bit and then he'll go golf and like, we're all happy. So, um, to be clear, I don't go golf. I still sit on the beach. I'm still on the beach. I actually haven't left the beach. I'm still there. I'm still still there. there. Uh, with another margarita. Um, but yeah, I just think there's ways that you can get creative and do something that is familiar, but different and kind of meets all those needs. I love it. Um, Clark is super extroverted. And mm-hmm. so if, when we do the beach vacations, he like, will make friends everywhere we go. Like one, one trip we were on, um, he played uh, volleyball with a bunch of people. I sat on the beach and watched mm-hmm. them play volleyball while mm-hmm. I drank a margarita. Um, and he spoke to all of them in an Australian accent. Well, let me, let me rephrase a New Zealand accent the whole time. And it like, we met up in the pool later and they're like, where did you guys meet? I was like, 
Colorado. The kid was born in Texas. <laughs> like he's not, you know, he's not Australian. He's not New Zealand. That's um, but that's the type of person Clark is on a trip. Like he's going to be a life party or we like, are like, let's go on a trip. And he's like, who should we invite? Like who should come with us? So, um, <laughs> Clark would definitely, Clark and I would fill into this category of like a little bit of this and a little bit of that. So both of us can get what we want. Yeah, for sure. And it is knowing you, like, do you need to be yeah. near nature? Like, do you yeah, need to be outside? Good. Um, and, and like thinking about those things ahead of time, cause you could get on a trip and be like, well, everybody else, you know, has done this like big city thing or, and mm-hmm. that's not you, that's not you guys. So really think about like, where are you guys the happiest? And I think to, whether you do it right after the wedding or you take some time, you know, and, and plan something later on, make it about the two of you and make it about prioritizing that time together and that, that special moment, you know, maybe it is leading into something like starting a family or starting a business or starting a new, you know, um, uh, education degree, you know, like m- make it that special time for you and for growing your relationship and, and not about what other people's expectations are. I feel like that's our overall advice for all things weddings, but yeah, absolutely here as well, for sure. Awesome. Well, those are our different honeymoon trip styles and our thoughts on that. If you have any thoughts, we would love to see them in the comments on Instagram. You can email us, you can DM us. Um, but yeah, Enjoy your honeymoon. Have a blast. Whatever it is that you do, have the best time ever. And if you have amazing pictures, we'd always love to see them. We're always here for travel pictures. Every time. Send them over. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks so much. We will see you next week on another episode of White Dress Optional. Bye. Bye. for listening to the white dress optional podcast we will be here every wednesday remember you can follow us everywhere on social at brilliant bridal you can also email us at podcast at brilliantbridal.com and as always we would love it if you would leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts